Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confident Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lima, mind body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number eight of Confidence from Within. And our topic today is something I love to talk about, which is confidence. And it is not only the main topic of our podcast, our main theme, but it is also the one thing I hear most that women say they want, especially during their way to release journey. And today I brought you a special guest. Her name is Lizette, and I will introduce her to you momentarily. And she comes with a very unique story, a very interesting perspective on confidence because of her personal history, but also this power and force that just lies inside of her. And she tells us, without spoiling too much, but she tells us that she's often the only woman in the room because of the career choices that she made as a software engineer. And often in times she feels that her voice is not being heard. So her story is all about power and finding that strength within and up-leveling your confidence so that you can actually go out there, make a massive world impact and be heard. So before we get started and before I officially introduce it to her, what I would like to kind of go over a little bit is my perspective on confidence. This is such an important topic. And I usually ask my guests at the beginning, what does confidence mean to them? And it's fascinating if you were to go through as we continue on this journey, if you go through and listen to previous guests, like everybody has such a unique different perspective on confidence. So I thought I would start today by sharing with you what my perspective on the topic is. And I share later in this episode a little bit of the origin of my confidence and some of the skills that I have developed over being born in such a dangerous country that I didn't have as much time to worry about sort of what we call the self-confidence issues. My major concerns growing up was more survival-based, right? And I think that has developed some of those innate skills in myself of just always showing up and always putting yourself out there, even if it's uncomfortable, because I wasn't trained to overthink it when I was younger. And I, I think that helped to develop some of that. However, as I matured and went on my journey, I started to really realize, to me, confidence is an inner knowing. An inner knowing that at any given time, there is nothing that is missing within ourselves. There is nothing that is broken. And there is nothing that needs fixing. 
Now sit with that for a second. <laughs> this is coming from someone, myself, with a laundry list of health concerns and all sorts of, you know, emotional traumas and stories from, you know, my growing up in Brazil and whatnot. But confidence, I came to this realization through my studies and personal growth that confidence is that inner knowing that nothing is missing, that you are 100% enough, not 101, but 100% enough exactly as you are today. And discovering confidence from within is essentially the acceptance of this truth. So I really wanted to share that with you. That is my perspective on confidence and all the personal growth and inner growth that I do on a daily basis is to continue to accept those parts of myself that I disowned, those parts of myself that I don't perceive as enough or that I perceived, you know, differently as bad or whatever, because we all have those. Um, but for me, that is what confidence is, is that inner acceptance of all pieces, regardless of all the, say, labels that our society have taught us to put on them. And the journey is really, the process is really working on the acceptance of that truth of enoughness that so many women struggle with, especially if you have the perception that you have a lot to fix on yourself, right? Especially if you're taught this your entire, told this your entire life. So I really hope that this, you know, resonates with you. And I will continue to do my absolute best to bring you all different aspects of this, you know, inner knowing through this podcast to really get you to, you know, day by day, or in this case, week by week, accept that those parts of you that right now you perceive as, you know, needs fixing or changing so that you can tap into that very profound, very, you know, deep side of you, that deep work that I talk about to really bring that confidence to the forefront so you can go out there and make a splash in this world. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our guest today for our feature story, Lizette. She is a proud, multi-talented, multi-passionate woman that loves empowering other women to unleash their natural potential and up their confidence. She is the host of the Up Your Confidence podcast and is a distinguished speaker that encourages women by empowering them and educating them on breast cancer, STEM education, and leadership. She is the president and CEO of a not-for-profit organization called Z-Square for the Cure with the mission to empower, educate women on breast cancer awareness, and provide free healthcare for women and rural communities in Benin, Togo, Ghana, and Ivory Coast, all in West Africa. She started as an engineer. She's a software quality leader that enjoys leading software quality teams to producing high quality applications in various industries while using agile processes and tools with high performing teams to delight their customers. So without further ado, here is Lizette. Hi, Lizette. So good to have you here. Welcome to Confidence from Within podcast. 
Thank you for having me. Thank you, Juliana. I'm so excited to be here for this conversation. It's my pleasure. And I'm extra excited about our topic today, which is all about confidence. I know you're a fellow podcaster and you also dedicate your time amongst many other things to empowering women in their confidence journey. So I'm very excited to bring your perspective to our listeners and really sort of, you know, get to something really good here together. So thank you so much for making the time. So in your own words and inspired by your journey, what does confidence mean to you? Confidence for me, it just means for you to show up for you to show up no matter how you look like, no matter how you sound like, because these days we, we don't show up anymore personally, right? We show up virtually. <laughs> yeah. So it's really about showing up. And uh, I love, I always love to say, you know, show up. It's better to show up than not showing up at all. So confidence is showing up, going through the motion of life, no matter what life throws at you, never stop. So that's what I call confidence. It's a very simple definition because life, we throw all kinds of stuff at you, right? From yes. the ins and out, the ups and down. But when you stay confident every day, you show up, you know, you don't let yourself down. You know, you know that you, no matter what's going on, you're going to get back up. So that's confidence for me. Absolutely. That's wonderful. And I feel that, you know, a lot of the, you know, your podcast is called Up Your Confidence, right? Uh, And my podcast is called Confidence From Within, which is really cool because it's kind of that process that, you know, we built it from within so we can show up. And in the process, we lift all these other women up with us, right? Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your story and what led you here. Awesome. So I grew up uh, in a uh, country called Benin. It's a small country in West Africa. And I moved here 21 years ago. And uh, I have been working in predominantly uh, men industry, precisely white male industry. So my background is I'm a software engineer by design by trade. I work as a software quality leader. I manage software quality teams. So for the past 16 years throughout my career, I've always find myself to be the only woman in the room, in the boardroom, in the meeting, the only black woman in a floor of 500 folks in a building of 1000 people. So I've learned to enter spaces where I'm the only one, you know, and um, sometimes my voice is dismissed, but I never shut up. I continue <laughs> to just say what is on my heart, you know, and uh, I, as I was thinking about, you know, when I was creating my podcast or even thinking about just confidence the past, uh, the, the past four or five years, because I've been talking about confidence, trying to write a book on confidence, because I just know that whatever made me continue was just building the confidence from within, within, you know, showing up just like I am, knowing that, you know, I am here for a reason. I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm willing to learn and grow as, I, as, I, as I'm learning. So th- that's kind of like my story in a nutshell. You know, I, I grew up as the only child in a family. So maybe naturally my mom just boosts my confidence because I've been wondering myself too, like, why do I talk about confidence? Why is this sometimes, it's not easy for me, but it's come natural. And it's something that I just, um, own naturally and say okay i have to be confident i don't have a choice because that's what's gonna give me ingredient to move to the next level to level up and do the next thing that i want to do for my life so that's in a nutshell my story 
That is amazing. And I really admire that. Like what you said about, you know, the uh, there's a quote that I like to say that the same water that uh, boils the potato hardens the egg, that it's mm. not your circumstances. It is what you're made of, right? Exactly. That makes mm. you. And I love that concept that you were literally like so unique in this very standard work environment right yes. and it's just incredible that even though yes we i can totally relate that our voices sometimes are not heard right because of the status quo but i love what you said that you don't shut up anyways <laughs> that no I, I've, I've been known for that like I, when i show up I, i'm i just need to be known that i'm there you know because uh, there's not a lot of people like me and i feel like if i'm here i'm here for a reason sometimes i've paid I've, I've paid the price for it but i mean i feel like if you're still alive you, you know you you have to keep going and I, I definitely it. make it my purpose because I've uh, I've also grown, you know, because I've grown. I manage team. I manage a lot of women, women in my teams. You know, I have a lot of friends. I have uh, co colleagues. I have people that I coach, and I always realize that actually the underlying reason of our pain, our suffering, is because we don't have confidence within ourselves. You know, because we listen more to other people' opinion. We listen more to other people trying to shut uh shut us up you know trying to dismiss us and that become painful to us while if you just have confidence within yourself right just like mm -hmm. your podcast say you are going to go places because you find your personal superpower uh, internally so i've i've seen because because you have the skill or you have the the knowledge but you don't realize how much other people don't have the knowledge so that's how i start you know just coaching friend coaching uh, co-worker coaching colleagues and say no you got to up your confidence and you got to find way to stay confident no matter what it's amazing and it's so true that when something comes so natural to us it's easy to take it for granted that everybody exactly. knows that right i think it's a very common theme that i see in women in their zones of genius that they just think everybody has that skill and it's not true right, right. and the way I look at confidence too is very similar to what he said in the sense that I think my side of the story is because coming from Brazil, I spent 21 years of my life there, right? I moved to Canada when I was 21 and growing up, my fears were a lot more about survival, truly, you know, of literally being alive. That was more what we had to worry about, not so much personal confidence, if that makes sense. Like we always showed up, right? And it was something I took for granted coming here that I didn't have the same confidence issues that I see in my husband and other people. And I said, okay, this is a skill, like that difficult 21 years of my life developed a skill that now I can share, right? Very much like you, but I took it for granted forever because I just always been this way, right? So it's really cool. And I love to see your story is different, but it's the same concept. Like something comes innate to you. Mm -hmm. And I love that, that has to be shared, right? This episode is brought to you by the Wage Release Shift a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts 
to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs, and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. So looking at you as this role model for women, and say that there is a person that is sort of struggling to feel, to step into their power. How do, what is your process in like a bit of a general way to help women tap into their confidence? What I usually find is that we keep telling each other stories, you know, we, we like to dwell in our stories, you know, whatever the story is. We always and I mean you have to own your story, but you cannot dwell into it. So what I find is that you know I don't like to call it excuse because it's just story that people tell it themselves. So you I meet women that will tell you, okay, my childhood was difficult. You know, my mom didn't love me. My dad was abusive. You know, like the whole just nightmare scenario that you can imagine, right? So that story is happening. It has happened. That's what usually I'm, I'm saying because I'm a good listener. You know, I believe like listening to people, just give them power. You don't have to solve people's problem. You can just be that ear that they need to talk into, you know, and by talking, they realize that, okay, you just gave me all the story. Now, what are we going to do about this story? You know, because uh, are you going to forgive your dad because he was abusive to your mom and move on? Because what are you going to, what is that story serving you to do? What is really serving you to do? You know, I know it's painful. I know you have been through it and you are here now. What are you going to do next? And that's, that's how I usually approach it. You know, I, I try to listen because I think sometimes a lot of people have stories that are internal and the story is just eating them away in, without even them knowing right so it's yeah. to be that ear first of all and just say okay what is the story here I have story that I tell myself too you know I for the longest time I'm a petite person you know so I'm like oh my god if I was tall I could be doing this and this and this you know <laughs> and it's like okay I'm not and we're gonna we might talk about weight too you know like, oh I'm not that skinny I wish I was skinny so we all have like story we all have like imperfection but we like to dwell in our into our imperfection and that's what really chop a wave of our confidence I believe in focusing on your strength. You know, everybody is unique. You have something that it's good, that you're good at, you know, and you just have yeah. to find that thing. And I cannot find that things for you. Maybe I'll ask you many, many questions, make you do a lot of exercise, mental exercise, mental activity for you to find that thing that is yours, you know, because I believe that when you're passionate about something and it's your purpose, it just drive you to the X power. You know, it's like you have this fool in you that you are unstoppable. You know, nothing can stop you when you have that fuel inside, but you can't just copy yeah. that fuel. Like, oh, because Juliana is doing this. I'm going to do that. No, 
That's not how it yeah. works. You, know? you have <laughs> totally. to find it within yourself. So first you have to stop the story in your head, you know, acknowledge the story. Yes, you have this all going on, you know, but then so what? So what? Now you're here, you know, because like we say, what doesn't kill you make you stronger, right? So if yes. whatever that story is did not kill you or it nearly kill you, but you didn't die, so then you have a reason to be here. And let's get about the business of working on that thing, you know, finding that thing and then working on it. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but just shutting down the story, acknowledge it, silence it, because you have that, you know, imposter syndrome. I do have imposter syndrome sometimes, you know, like I've been doing stuff for like 20 years and I'm like, oh, am I supposed to do this? I can't believe they're asking me to do this. What do they know? They're going to find out that I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. So it's it's just natural to human beings. I don't know. I, I didn't study psychology, so I don't really know why we deal with all this, but this is just part of like human experience and we have to give ourselves space, you know, as acknowledge the story, the excuse that we have for ourselves and just try to do our best to move out of that. You know, everybody doesn't have the same intensity in everything that they do, you know, like you don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to write a book, you know, you can just be whatever you want to be and just be content in that moment and up your confidence with that, that, that alone is good enough for you. I think this is just pure gold. <laughs> amazing and it's so aligned with how I live my life so aligned and a lot of the you know work that I've done on myself on the more human behavioral side of things uh, have been through the teachings of one of my mentors his name is Dr. John Demartini and he is a world-renowned speaker and teacher he's incredible and one of the things he says is that the quality of our lives is directly proportional to the quality of the questions we ask ourselves, Ooh, right? Wow. Which is so Repeat good. Repeat that again, right? please. So good. <laughs> Repeat it again. I might need a quote on my on my wall here for that. Right? I can tattoo that. The quality of your questions you ask yourself is proportional to the quality of your life. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he really sort of, let's say, insists on is exactly what he said, that to pause, it's not even to pause this story, but it's more to neutralize the story that his teachings are, if you perceive something as bad, you're only looking at half of the story. Like your perceptions or your brain on the subconscious level is not able to see the other side. And his work is to teach your brain to see the other side. So when you see both sides, the only result of any story is pure gratitude, right? Because you know, the same way that you plant a little seed here and it grows here and it doesn't grow there. There's a reason for all this <laughs> madness of, that we call life, but also the beauty and the perfection behind the scenes. And the more we learn to train our brains to see the other side, the quality of our lives improve tremendously, right? Because then we're living in this place of servitude, of gratitude, rather than feeling like a victim of our circumstances, the whole water boiling, the potato and the egg, right? It's just water. (laughs) So much gold, so much gold. And what it makes me think is, uh, I um, I have a nonprofit organization called Z-Square for the Cure. And uh, just a sidebar story, what ignite that creation of that nonprofit was really simply because uh, my mother had breast cancer when I was 18 very young and I was literally traumatized, you know, low key traumatized because I didn't know what was it. 
she didn't know she went through like several uh, uh chemo session and radiation and thank god she survived but I remember vividly remember that I went to visit her in France when she was doing her surgery. And I saw so many people from Africa just coming to that hospital to get treated. And I was 18. I didn't do anything, but I think you sat in my soul the whole time. So I came here, went to college, graduated, started working and everything. And then one day, I mean, I just started joining like different organizations, Susie G. Komen, and I found my passion and purpose in life is just to educate people about this awful disease called breast cancer, you know, and empower women to take care of their health, you know, prevent it that this is not a deadly disease. This is a disease that can help you. I mean, that you, you can actually prevent, get out of it, you know, prevent before it happened to you. So this was something negative that happened in my family that could, I mean, I'm the only child for my mom. So at any given time, I thought that I was losing my mom, you know, and fast forward how many years later I used that suffering. And for the longest time, my mom did not even want to acknowledge that she had the disease. She didn't even want to acknowledge I'm the reason why she, uh, I, I create, she's the reason why I created the organization, you know, like my business partner for the past uh, seven years wanted me to feature my mom, you know, on my <laughs> website and, you know, talk about her story. And she doesn't want to, you know, it's like, so it's she doesn't want to own it yet and that's how i see you know yes. she was so and i can understand she's traumatized by it you know just the thought of it alone because fast forward again a couple of years into it my dad was diagnosed with uh throat cancer you know and i mm. had to again be that co-survivor for my dad and i can see my mom that's how i realized that this woman was traumatized by this things that happened to her because she didn't even want to say the word cancer again to anybody let alone her husband has cancer she almost like block it out i saw all that and i was like okay i rather turn something negative that happened in my family to positive to empower other women because i knew that the reason why my mom is alive is because she was able to know how to find her check her breast you know yeah. and uh find that lumps in her breast quickly and even have the knowledge to go see a doctor and you know get treatment and so many women where i'm from in west africa especially rural they don't even yeah. have that opportunity they don't even know what doctor to see they don't even know what to look for so that's what my organization does and i have been super passionate about you know finding all solution you know finding resource to really help those women and this is if you tell me when i was in high school that this is what i'm gonna be like super <laughs> passionate about no way you know no way i'd probably be passionate about fashion makeup or whatever those <laughs> things that i still like but that does not uh, uh, give me fire in my belly but this this is definitely my purpose and my grand vision purpose is really to build like a war renew hospital hospital because in my country a lot of people die for the most basic thing you know i just lost a friend sat last saturday died because there was no oxygen thing in the hospital this is like the most basic thing so i'm yeah. sitting here and i'm trying to find resources trying to make connection into how i can raise funds to build a hospital you know this is something that i want to do and everything else does not matter until i can get that done 
So you can see that that's a huge vision. So I totally need to like wake up every day and up my confidence (laughs) going on because I have this huge vision that I'm working to. All right. So, and when I coach people, that's what I tell them. You don't have to be like me, have this huge vision, but then there might be something that happened in your life, you know, instead of taking that story and say, Oh, my mom have, you know, I could just literally give you all the negative thing that happened in my life and make those story excuse, but you can always turn them around. You can always turn them around. So that's how Absolutely. I feel like. Like it's the most perfect example, actually, what you just described of what we were just talking about, right? That you took something that is traditionally so painful and you were able to not only just overcome that hurdle, but you made something with an impact that I think it's unquantifiable, right? The amount of lives that you're touching and continue to touch and the lives that those women will continue to touch. And it is just, so it's exciting, but it's very inspiring as well. And I'm just so happy you were able to share. And I want to, I want to add something because you, you, I mean, I don't even know where you got it from, but you nail it because the feeling, the feeling, you know, I'm just barely 40. I'm going to be 40 next month. And, uh, Two, three years ago, 2017, we did one of our biggest event. And uh, I mean, we went to TV, local event in the country, obviously. And women, the, people, people, people drove like 300 kilometers to come to the event, you know, because they heard it on the radio, because we do a lot of um, PR on the radio, because information is power, right? And that's yeah. how people find out. And for me, I always say, even if we reach 50 women i know those 50 women will reach another 50 and it will be a ripple effect but the 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 joy that i got from that moment was like when we finished the event i mean we were supposed to like just sponsor 500 women and we got over 900 that show up that day and we could not close the door for them because we wanted to finish the event at three and we end up finish at 9 p.m that day but like people that are like triple my age you know people that are like my great, my, my grandmother would just come to my feet. I'm a petite woman, okay? So they like, <laughs> thank you so much. We needed this so much. And I, it's just, there's no way. I, I, I was telling somebody I could just die that day and be happy because my heart was so filled. I was like, this is nothing. You know, this is just bare minimum we're doing. But people need it so much. So yeah, the joy it's immeasurable and that that's what really drive me i'm not really doing it for myself but it's just seeing in these women faces women that are like older than me they could be my grandmother and they're like thank you so much this is good information because one of the things that we do we don't go and act like we know it all you know we use the local oncologist and then we speak in the local language so everything is really customized to the women they feel like we are there for them you know and yeah. they just love it so much and they they, they appreciate it and their appreciation just full, full the fire in me totally. So I, I thank you for, for bringing that up. Cause I'm like, how did she know? <laughs> this <laughs> is real. <laughs> and your story is so impressive and you're such a force. And it's so, it's interesting to me because I interviewed somebody else earlier in the podcast about female leadership, right? So I'll just bring a little tiny hint to that right now. Um, and it was episode five and we talked about what female leadership looked like and for me my perception of it is when we're combining the power of our you know kind of hard focus caring place of service with the more masculine side of us which is that ability to make stuff happen right and you're honestly you're such 
a gentle embodiment of both sides like you're such a gentle soft person your energy is so beautiful but you can make you can move mountains and i can see just by you know having a conversation with you and that is wonderful and it is so inspirational you know to see more and more women doing tremendous work in this world you know coming from a place of service and if you have the skill to help empower and lift other women up, right? Like this real sense of community, but you're doing it in a global way. <laughs> which is a visionary side of you, which I really admire. Oh, another clue bomb from you. I mean, so th thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh I uh I've been known that I don't I don't I don't take too much flower in and just because i lost a friend lately i'm like accepting the flower that people give me so thank you i appreciate that so much and um like how did you even know because somebody I, I one of the key words that i use for myself is visionary definitely okay and what i was gonna say is you had a great point about women leadership look at what we live in right now this whole global pandemic right and when you look at it, because this is women leadership is another area that I'm like gang home, like loud about, you know, just give it to women and we will make it happen. I mean, I'm telling you, like, if you can have kids, yep. you know, I mean, it's okay for those that don't have kids. You have the power to have kids, even if you choose not to. But if you can have kids and do anything else on top of it, you can, you can run this world. So check out all these women that have been kicking ass let's just call it what it is in yeah. this pandemic right like in new zealand the the the, the prime minister over there uh -huh. look in germany look in taiwan like looking um there's so many there's at least five or six sub country that are just the only one doing better in this global pandemic and all these men i mean i don't have any problem with men but i'm all about women empowerment you know look at how we're doing here you know so if the world can just get without the business and giving us the space that we need, you know, we'll move mountain. I mean, we will yeah. move mountain. We know how to do this stuff. So it's another sidebar, but I gotta tell you, like I had a podcast conversation with a friend last week. It was about women are ambitious. And then we open it up to the audience to just ask questions. But let me tell you, all the question was about men, you know? And then when I went back and listened, I was like, what is this? This whole conversation was just about us women being ambitious and how we can move mountain and, you know, we need to own our power. And all the questions that we got were just about, okay, how, how can we survive with women be, uh, being ambitious? How do men feel? I was like, okay, for one, and I even had a conversation with my husband. I was like, for one, can we just leave men out of the business? And he's like, for once, you know, I want women to just have that power. There's nothing wrong with men, but it's just, like you say, create the space for us, you know, because we have been waiting for the permission so much to have that space, but we just need to own it, you know. You want to do something, go for it. There's a community of women out there that will support you, that will definitely support you. Absolutely. And I feel podcasts are such a wonderful space for that. Like we met through the podcasting world, right. right? And I've been meeting other wonderful leaders as well through the same space. And it's just wonderful. It's nowadays with the technology of our 2020 <laughs> and even a few years back, you know, that we can have podcast is basically a radio station. You can have a YouTube channel. It's basically yes. your TV show. Like we can literally just make it happen, you know, in an afternoon if we choose to, right? Of course it takes a lot more work than that, but, uh, and that really using those 
new vehicles of putting our word out there and utilizing them and speaking, people were listening. And I know that, right? So it's just like, do it for good, do it for, for a place of service. And I think we have done that. And I know we will continue to do that. And it has been truly like such a inspiring, tremendous pleasure speaking with you and getting to know you better. I'm like in awe and very grateful for you giving me your time today and sharing. We're going to put all your links, but maybe just let, if people want to hear more about you and what you do with your confidence, your Up Your Confidence podcast, but also your not-for-profit, give us uh, how, what are the best ways to find you? Yes. I'm like all over social media. That's, that's, that's what we do this day. So you can follow me on IG. I'm at Z square four on IG uh, LinkedIn, uh, everywhere else I'm at Z square. I don't know why IG is Z square four because some other <laughs> lady grabbed that before me. So, so I'm not Z square on all social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Z square four on IG. My nonprofit is Z square for the cure. So also on Facebook, I have a website, www.zsquareforthecure.org. So that's also our, our, our website. And um, follow us on Facebook and also on IG, Z Square for the Cure, for the, for the nonprofit. You know, I have so many other things going on, but uh, these are just a way. Everything that I do, I call myself a social entrepreneur, you know. Everything that I do will always be to fuel that nonprofit because I think that's just the highest goal and highest vision that I have. And uh, it's just a different way to get to it. Even this podcast is, more, is my way, you know, to uplift women, you know, enhance our confidence every day. But anything that comes from the podcast will just be to, to raise awareness uh, and help uh, raise funds, you know, for my nonprofit at the end of the day. So that's wonderful. And I'll put all the links below so people can easily find it. So yeah, so thank you so much for your time. And I cannot wait to see where else our paths will cross. Yes, (laughs) totally. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Juliana. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.